266 of the AFK Podcast for the week of May 25th, 2020. I'm your host, James Flynn, and this is the PC Gaming Podcast from Gamers Like You. Joining me this week are my co-hosts, Curlin. What's going on, yo? And Logan. Hello. Whitney couldn't be here, but she's she's in the chat room with us. She um, is in the process of moving, and we can all understand how stressful that is, especially when you have to move uh, in a short period of time. So we wish her the best with all of that. Um, so as far as playlists this week, let's get right into it, because we do have a lot of news. We two weeks to make up for. Um, I, I did promise our listeners I would play something other than Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and I did. I, I, I got into GTA Five Online. Um, Curlin set up a crew for the AFK podcast. I was able to get into the crew. And uh, uh, other than that, I, uh, I, I just did the introductory missions and then joined the crew. And then I was kind of confused as to where I was supposed to go from there. So I was going to watch some videos or something. My kid's been playing it like nonstop. So maybe I'll just ask him, like, Curlin, what do you do after for GTA Online after you you finished the introductory missions. What's the next step? Uh, I am not sure because I wasn't playing GTA. <laughs> what? No. You're not playing? Me. It wasn't you? No. Um, I think not me. You fool said you started it. No, it wasn't me. Oh, wow. Uh, it, it must have been somebody else in the, in the group then. It's a curling impersonator. What? <laughs> I got trolls. I, it's some bullshit. <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask that be you fool because I he he said that you started the the crew. I was like, oh okay, uh, uh, unless it was Barman. It might have been hell. I don't remember the last time I even fired up GTA because I I've been kind of over it. With, with the last time we did we did online and the cheaters came in there and just like royally screwed up everything. I was like, nah, I'm good. I got other <laughs> stuff to play. So yeah. Well, I, I think everybody was picking it up because it was free on the Epic Store. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and that caused a lot of problems, too. Not only did the Epic Store crash, but uh, when I was trying to play GTA Five online this week, I was having a hard time even staying uh, connected to the Rockstar servers because they were so overloaded. I kept getting kicked off, so I wasn't able to really play. My kid hasn't had a problem getting on, but um, I wasn't able to play much. Other than that, I... Um, I tried playing The Evil Within, and it just was a really bad console port. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't get into the menus. I tried it at first with just the mouse and keyboard, and I couldn't get into the menus and even change the se- the settings without attaching a controller. That's how bad yeah. the port is. Yeah, I, I kind of remember having similar results the first time I fired it up. But it, it's a thing that kind of happens with some It Tech 5 games. It, it just kind of acts, acts silly. Um, um, but I want to say it was either triple buffering or V-Sync that, that, uh, that made it run better. Um, there was still tearing though, but I mean, it, it's worth a shot if you want to tinker with it a little bit. I, I was trying, um, I got it to run in windowed mode, but, um, the window wanted to go to a different screen and then I couldn't get the window back over. So I think it's something that I'm going to have to to really play around with but um yeah uh, i couldn't recommend it as a buy even on sale with all the problems it's having and i don't i don't i couldn't even get into the game uh, i i don't so i don't know if there's any stability issues or anything like that i know it crashed for me a couple times so mm-hmm. um yeah i really couldn't recommend it i could recommend the Evil within two that one was was great great game didn't have any issues running it on any of my hardware but um definitely if you see one on sale you might want to think twice or get ready to do some troubleshooting. And now I'm curious to see if how well it runs on Linux. And maybe that'll be my next video. Appreciate there you go. It. Yeah. Appreciate the hookup. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> and that's Penguins on Proton on YouTube. Yes, sir. Uh, the other thing I picked up, I picked up some hardware. Um, I picked up an Elgato HD60 capture card. Um, my little land box behind me, the, the purple thing, has a uh, Ryzen 5 2600, yeah, 2600 in it, 6 cores, 12 thread. But I noticed when I was streaming using XSplit on that box in first-person shooters, it was stuttery. And it was stuttery enough to where it was really affecting my game. 
So I want to do take all of the burden off the gaming machine itself and put it on another machine. So I've got a laptop with the Elgato capture card, and I've got that hooked up to my LAN box, which is sitting behind me. And um, it's much, much smoother now. There's no you know, CPU being used to, um, to, to, to render and stream. That's awesome. The laptop's doing all that heavy lifting there. And then I've ordered a camera that actually does um, the encoding um, on the camera side when you plug it into the, the computer so that I can take that burden off the, the uh, computer as well. So I'm looking forward to getting that. It's just been backordered because of uh, all the webcams are basically <laughs> out of stock. So I've been waiting like a month for this thing. Um, other than that, that's really about it. Now the Elgato capture card, I don't really have any issues with it. It was working it was working really good. It's just a matter of me finding the right settings. I did post a, a small video of my son and I playing uh, Call of Duty, and it, it gets kind of pixely, but I have fixed that since then. It was just kind of a test run I was doing, so otherwise I'm pretty, ha pretty happy with it. Yeah, I, I, I um, went with the Elgato 4K for a minute, and um, <clears throat> after I found out that it, <clears throat> excuse me, I found out that it heavily relies on the GPU for encoding. So I returned with that and then picked up the, uh, the Avermedia uh, HD Plus. It's, it's a, a, a 1080p60 joint as well. And um, it's been okay, but I still want to do uh, 4K and uh, 1440p120. So I'll probably wind up selling that one on eBay or something and picking up another another 4K PCIe card. So um, be careful with what you're doing. When you get up to those high resolutions, the EDID plays a piece in there. I, I don't understand all the specifics. One of the guys I follow, uh, Lag TV Nova War, hit him up on Twitter, uh, went through three months of hell of stuttering crap because he was trying to work with his capture card and uh, output at 1440, blah, blah, blah. So if you have any problems, hit me up and, and I'll get you two in touch because he's, he's already nailed it. But I'd be so curious to see how well it's going to work for you at those res. Yeah, yeah. Because um, <clears throat> I, I, I kind of did something similar. Um, I had an a, a extra gaming box that I kind of threw together with extra parts. So it's got like a B350, a 2600X, one of the uh, the Vega 56s that I have for mining and some RAM, and I put it in a in a um, a Meshify C, and I was like, huh? Now that I got this new fancy TV, I can put this over here and use this as PC gaming on the TV and have the consoles too. So I set it up, and um, everything seemed to be going pretty good. But I was like, oh, so <clears throat> if I'm gonna do capture on this for the consoles, then Maybe I could put the capture card in this box, and since it's sitting right there, then I realized, oh shit, it only does 1080p 60. When the TV can go higher than that, so I was like, uh, this isn't going to work how I want it. I mean, I could use it, but it's it's kind of like, what's the point? So I, I got to figure out figure out how I'm going to going to work it out. So what I did, um, because I am gaming at 1440p, 144 hertz. And the Elgato can only capture uh, HD 60 frames per second. I I basically mirrored my main my main screen to the Elgato, and then I went into Radeon settings and I enabled virtual super resolution to 1440p. That way, it is sending a 1440p signal to the um, Elgato card, and the Elgato card is actually uh, downresing it or whatever it does in there. But it it keeps uh, both uh, both my main monitor and the Elgato at the same resolution. Then oh, uh, now okay, it's only gonna you. it's only gonna show 1080p, but it's getting 1440p, um, so yeah, that you I don't have you. to turn your main resolution down. Now I had to play in full screen mode in order to to not be locked at 60 frames per second on some games. Some games I don't, um, <clears throat> but on, on Call of Duty I had to use full screen. Otherwise, in, in windowed it would go go up to 60 and just stay there. Yeah, okay, gotcha. So I don't know if that helps, but virtual super resolution on, on the Radeon cards is uh, it, it's it's very useful sometimes for stuff like that. All right, all right. All right. So what was on your uh, playlist this week, Curly? 
Um, well, um, <clears throat> I've been kind of tidying up my area down here because it had become a fucking pigsty. So between that and, you know, kind of setting up the TV that I picked up a couple of weeks ago um, <clears throat> with that PC, um, I, I kind of finally got a chance to sit down and play some, some Destiny. So um, <laughs> I, I dropped a, a picture in the um, in the podcast chat if you want to throw it up. But um, Destiny on a big TV that has free sync and you still have your keyboard and mouse is pretty fucking glorious. <laughs> like that was fun. <laughs> So I've got the image up now. Yeah, you need to do some cable management. <laughs> yeah, it'll be all right. <laughs> or I'm going to come down there and do some cable management. I'm like anal when it comes to cable management. <laughs> it, yeah, because like the, uh, let me see what, yeah, yeah. The, the, the cable coming out of the Xbox is from a, a controller with dead batteries, right? Yeah. And, and then the other ones down there, uh, the other one was the PlayStation controller. The ones behind the PC was... Uh, let me throw this thing together real quick and plug it in and see how it acts before I kind of shove everything behind it. And then you, I was like, oh, I need a keyboard and mouse. I don't have anything wireless. So let me just stick these in the top on the front. And, <laughs> and, and yeah, that's that's kind of where I am with it. But I haven't changed it. So it's it's exactly the same as it was yesterday. <laughs> so is that TV new? Yeah, it, it's actually a refurb. Um, it's a 55-inch samsung q60r um that i i got uh, as a refurbished unit from micro center with the three-year uh micro center warranty so it's qled yeah mm -hmm. so it's got the the brilliant colors and everything yeah it's it's pretty good like i haven't really bought a tv since in like 20 fucking years because i'll always <laughs> buy one from 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 some one of the other fellas that's upgrading or some shit you know what i mean so um, but yeah, I like this a lot. It's, it's, it's pretty slick. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. Um, aside from that, I just been kind of toying around with Halo 2 since it hit the Master Chief collection. Um, FYI, it runs perfectly fine on Linux. And, um, I also picked up, uh, Battlefront 2 for like, what was it? Five or six bucks, um, on the May the 4th be with you sale. Because I've been meaning to play that campaign again. Nice. And um, um, I haven't had a chance to play it, play it yet. But uh, I want to do a live stream and run through the campaign here pretty, pretty soon. Yeah, that campaign was amazing. If anybody yes. from EA is listening, that, more of that, just make it bigger. Mm -hmm. And Jedi Falling Order too. Yeah, oh yeah, that one too. Yeah. It was really good. Did that get a deep sale for May the 4th? I didn't um, see it. It was it was a right around half off, I think. Nice. nice. Yeah. Definitely worth it. Okay. Logan, what was on your playlist this week? StarCraft two. As always, I can't I can't get enough of that game. I rage quit it all the time, but it, it I just keep coming back. Um but I, I, I had to focus this week and had to say I I need to to branch out. I, I as as we all know last week everything got wiped, so it's a clean slate. Uh, so I actually installed um, Gears of War 4 uh, from the uh, Xbox Ultimate Pass. So I'm playing that on PC. Started to go through that, which was pretty awesome. Um, and then I spent uh, a couple days dealing with the my own new TV issue. Yes. So as, we've, <laughs> as we talked about, I've been trying to get a TV. So quick recap. I decide one day I'm buying a new TV, going to the store, great sale, buy it, come home, find it the next day, layoffs are looming. Okay, be responsible, return it blah, 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 wait a couple weeks, go to buy another TV because things looking better. My boss says, uh -uh, you don't want to do that yet. I said, okay, listen to my boss. Wait another few weeks. Finally, finally, I order one and I get the B9, the LG B965 inch. And it's, uh, yeah. and it's, 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 it's a good model. It's got the same panel as the C9 that I want. The C9's just got a couple little extra things thrown in there. I did really want the C9, but you know what? The B9 was such a good price. The problem is, <clears throat> is this store up here was liquidating them, uh, calling them open box. But everyone on, not everyone, a bunch of people online were saying, nope, mine was brand new in box. Mine was brand new in box. One in 10 was saying, nope, mine was open. So it was a little bit of a lottery, but I order it. It shows up and I'm like, okay, uh, the box, box is a bit damaged. There's about a four inch flap hanging off the box, but that's okay. That's what boxes are for. So we lift the box off and the styrofoam inside just goes, 
shattered. And I'm like, that's okay. That's okay. That's that's what that's what styrofoam is for. Let me see. I'm gonna pull up the I, pictures, okay? Oh yeah. Is that all right? Throw those up. Okay. So I have a look at it, and it's got protective film on the back, and all of that is scraped in to the back of the TV. And I'm like, that's okay. That's that's what it's there for. It's to protect. And there's this small nick and scratch into the back of the plastic. And I'm like, that's fine. It's on the back. I obviously lost the lottery. I obviously got a an open box. That's fine. So we take it out of the box, put it together. Uh, we put the mount on it because I've, I've got it on my desk here. And I wanted to see if it would fit the area because I was going from 55 to 65 inches. And uh, my wife actually got a, a cut on her hand. And I'm like, what? What's that from? He's like, oh, I don't know. I just pinched it or something. And this TV is insanely thin. The entire top two-thirds of it, you cannot grab. It is only a piece of glass. That is all it is. So when you're grabbing, you have to just grab the bottom and like the bottom third of it on the side to try to hold on to it. So I took a look at what, and then I, I realized there was like, it's almost just over half an inch bend in the bottom right-hand corner. This is not a curved monitor. But I have seen mo uh, curved TV. I have seen TVs like this in the past where they do, they flare out the bottom corners to try to hold everything in place and to get a little extra oomph back there. But no, this the glass was all shattered there and everything, Ooh. and I'm like, this is going back. Ouch. So long story short, I call them up, and they say, uh, we have to investigate whether it was shipped like this or whether the shippers did it. But we have another brand new inbox model ready for you at your local store if you want to go down and grab it. And I said, yes, I'm on my way. They said, there's a catch. There's always a catch. Because we're doing an investigation, we cannot refund your money right away, so you'd have to rebuy this. Yeah, I don't like doing that either. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So I didn't tell my wife when I went down to the store. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Well, so if you're not here next week, we'll know why. <laughs> so I'm, I'm down at the store. And I, I let them know who I am because they, they knew I was coming. And as I was waiting uh, for them to bring it out, the guy was saying, I was just making idle chatter. I'm like, so how are the C9 moving? Do you have any C9s? He's like, they're all gone. You can't get them anymore. In fact, uh, we've only got our demo unit here. And I'm like, oh, demo unit is for $500 cheaper than what I, I, I bought my other one on sale. And I'm like, why don't, why don't we just check the number of on hours that you got on that thing? Just just for shits and giggles. We checked the on hours and it was like 3,100 3, on hours. So 161 days of on time. Well, a little less than half a year. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll take that one. Box that up. Is, is, <laughs> is that a lot? I mean, I don't know anything about TVs. It, it's a decent amount. Uh, and it, the the... And how does it when affect the TV, the on-time? How does it affect the TV? So it's an OLED. With mm -hmm. OLED, burn-in can be an issue if you don't treat it right. Uh, so when people are looking at demo units and whatnot, they're like, yeah, I don't want that because it's been on so long. I don't know if there's going to be burn-in, yada, 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 yada. Anyways, we did a whole test there and everything looked at it great. Uh, because the, the images they were showing were not static pictures. They were showing uh, movie clips. They were showing HDR clips. Nothing with static logos and things like that. And because the picture was always moving on the screen, I'm like, great. You know what? If nothing wrong has gone bad with it in six months of use, I think it might be pretty good. So I'm rolling the dice. I've got it installed here now. And uh, it's phenomenal. It's insane. It's like, it's like going from DVD to UHD kind of clarity. Uh, the AI they've got on this for the post-processing, I was watching a poker stream today. And it looked phenomenal. I'm like, good lord. And like that was broadcast in standard def. And I was expecting it to look like crap. But oh my, it's so good. So I know we're going to talk about what are we watching later, but I'll tell you now, I'm watching everything I can on this. It is, <laughs> it is amazing. Um, I've only gamed a little bit on it so far. Uh, but yeah, it's, oh, it's so good. I'm so happy about it. Uh, yeah, you skipped the part about how you got it home and then you realized it didn't have a remote. Oh my god. <laughs> You've got the worst We get it home, man. get it mounted up. I'm ready to turn it on. And I looked at my wife and I'm like, all right, can you pass me the remote? And she looks at me, what you talking about? What remote? So while I was driving home, 
I was halfway home and I get a call from London Drugs and they're like, hey, sorry, we've got the cable management routing panel here we forgot to throw in the box. I'm like, all right, that's cool. I'll pick that up tomorrow. But no, it was all the screws, the remote, the manuals, all the cables. I'm like, I don't even have a power cable. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so yeah, I had to wait till the next day to turn it on, but what a fiasco it was. So I've now got, I took the old six, busted 65 inch down there and I'm like, here, can you guys take this from me? And the manager was like, no, I'm, I'm not accepting that because <laughs> let me be honest with you. If I accept it, it then becomes my problem. And oh. just to be clear, like, I don't, I don't want to make it your problem as a customer, but it's a head office problem and we're completely separate. And like I said before, I'm, I'm a people kind of pleaser. And I'm like, okay, I can respect that. I understand where you're coming from. You don't need to take that on. So it's been kicking around in the back of my truck the last few days. Good God. Oh, man. Well, hopefully it works out. Keep us updated. Uh, looks so good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, when I walk into Costco and I see the, the QLED ones or the OLED TVs they have, the colors are amazing. The color contrasts are amazing. Um, just waiting for the price to come down a little bit. Yeah. yeah. My my biggest thing was if I'm going to buy a brand new TV, it's got to have high um, refresh rates and free sync. Other than that, I don't give a damn whether it's OLED, QLED, IPS. That part didn't matter much to me because it's just going to be me watching it anyway. And I'm going to be sitting directly in front of it, you know. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, those other two were absolute requirements. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm blown away by it. It's... It's every, it is, I can honestly say it's everything I hoped it would have been. And speaking of hardware, Intel had some uh, hardware news this week. The uh, 10 series <laughs> CPU user out and the reviews are in. Womp, 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 <laughs> womp. <laughs> so, uh, so Intel released the 10 series and it's, it's literally kind of like what the nine series could have been for con on the consumer side of, of things. Uh, they, they, they turned on hyper threading for everything, for all three lines, i3s, i5s, and um, i7s, i9s again. Um, and it's uh, e even with the extra two cores on the i9s, unless you're gaming at 1080p with a, a 2080 Ti, it's still it's still not gonna really outrun what you can get on on a lower cost platform with like a thirty nine hundred X at at four K and fourteen forty P. And the thing is, I understand that that you know when when a lot of these YouTube channels and review sites do testing at ten eighty P, but it's like how unrealistic is it to spend this amount of money on a CPU at the top end, spend all of this money on the, the, the fastest video card available, and then you buy a 1080p panel that can do 144, 240 hertz. That's like, that's that's so backwards. Um, yeah. I mean, I understand that there are some people that do it for competitive reasons, but out of all of us, all the gamers in the world, how many of us are really good enough to be competitive to need a setup like that and to spend that kind of money on it? It's just kind of ridiculous to me. So um, overall, the 3900X is still a better value, um, especially if, if you add in things outside of gaming, then it, it, it can't even keep up. And uh, from what I understand, uh, AMD dropped the price a little bit on the 3900X. Yep. And they have a, a, a refresh coming before uh, Zen 3, which will be the 4000 series. So it's like Intel, if this all y'all got, bro, y'all y'all in bad shape. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't appreciate some of the social media comments AMD was throwing out. But man, did they just, they just face right there. Because... It was like, they're like, oh, Intel, oh, you're competitive again. Okay, we dropped price 100 bucks. Yeah. Boom. Better better value right there. Instant. Done. Yeah, which is is kind of bittersweet a little bit because they've been catching hell from NVIDIA on the GPU side for years behind that kind of shit. <laughs> so it, I'm kind of like that, that, you know, that wasn't cool. But at the same time, I get it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is what it is. 
Yeah. And uh, with all that being said, the 10900, there are some engineering uh, uh, feats that they accomplished with it, which are pretty cool. Uh, they actually cut the, the thermal substrate in half on it, um, allowing for better ther um, thermal dissipation properties. So the thermals on it are really good for a, a 250 watt chip, like really, really good. Um, now everyone who who like used to uh, excuse me delid their their CPUs, they, they better not be trying that on this one. Uh, but but it's really interesting that they managed to cut that in half. Um, and if, if for all the, you know, the Intel fanboys, I'm, I'm an Intel fanboy, I, I like it, I had my AMD stuff once, uh, have a good hard look at the, uh, the, the 10600. You overclock that, and it's got a lot of room to, to play with it, and it's, it's a phenomenal chip for half the price, two-thirds the price? It, it, yeah, from what I've been, been reading, the, the 10600 is a new sweet spot because it's the equivalent of, like, the 8700K and, uh, you know, the other six core 12 thread that they did for the nine series. Did they do one for the nine series? I can't remember. I don't remember either, but, but it, it, like it, that, that's a new sweet spot in price performance on the Intel side. So that, that may be the, the one to look at. Now, um, as far as overclocking, what I understand, um, you may be able to get some, out, some, you know, some headroom out of it and you may not because all of these things are kind of bent to hell you know, more or less like on the GPU side, you know, you, you buy this car thinking you're going to overclock it to the moon and it only goes into orbit, you know what I mean? Because the competition and the the algorithm that they use for, for clocking versus thermal management already boosts it so high, you know, to where if you just manually set something, you may not always keep that frequency. So, um, so, something to consider. Hell, um, AMD does it on the CPU side too. You know, you think you're gonna buy like a 3900K and and overclock it to four and a half gigahertz or whatever, and it's like, well, it's I, like yeah. no. So, the uh, the 10900K, uh, 5.3 gigahertz. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, that's boost with boost, so that's not sustained. Right. And uh, it's drawing 331 watts of power. Wow. It's still on 14 nanometer. That, yeah. That's kind of their Achilles heel. I mean, yeah. it, it is impressive that they've managed to get that kind of frequency out of 14 nan, but at the same time, uh, the transistors are further apart than seven. So um, it, it kind of be the laws of physics kind of kick in, you know, and you, you think you have a, a bigger chip with wider spread transistors, but the more um, clock speed that you give it, you know, the more um, voltage and all of the kind of stuff, the more heat it's going to generate. Whereas if they had worked to go to 10 or 7, you know, they would have had more space to go wider, so to speak, um, and, and say do a, a, a 12 or 14 core chip of their own, but their frequencies may not have been as high. But typically when they go for for generational increases like that, and there's a new architecture involved. There's IPC improvements as well, so it kind of it kind of shifts the whole. If you were to draw like a triangle, you know what I'm saying. It kind of shifts that whole clock speed versus IPC versus heat uh, thing that that uh, they have to kind of balance in order to make a good product. Yeah, I can't see you could get much more than 5.3 out of it. I mean, that's that's probably you know they're probably already right there at that threshold. Yeah, not without not with average user cooling. Now, if you're doing nitrogen or something, you may be able to push it a little yeah. higher. But for yeah. for an everyday machine, I don't know. Um, I, I have heard that the uh, the MCE enhancements that a lot of the uh, board makers put in the BIOS will let you run all cores at five three uh, uh, in boost. Um, but I haven't I haven't. Um, I haven't read about how how well it does thermally and whatnot. So. I was just uh, telling chat. I'm glad you guys are here because I don't understand half the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I can't believe they're still not on the ten or seven nanometer. We'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, Intel's got to do something. I think this is a stopgap, if anything. 
uh, just to hold them, to bridge them over until they can get their next uh, product release out. Or they make their we next shall see. We shall see. So it should come as no surprise that since many of us are, um, because of the pandemic, we're, we're practicing social distancing, we're in our homes, that video game sales have gone through the roof. So that's got to be a little bit of a, a boost to the economy because video games, as we know, are now the biggest um, entertainment uh, industry in the, in the world and the most profitable. Um, I know I purchased, I bought something. See, isn't it bad when you don't even remember what you bought? It's kind of like Amazon when boxes show up at your house and you're like, what the fuck did I order now? I don't even know what I ordered. And it's like Christmas when you're opening the box. It's like, oh, yeah, I ordered these cables and I completely forget, forgot. Does that happen to you guys yeah. at all? Hashtag guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I ordered something, too, and I forgot what the hell it was. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, I know what it was. Uh, um, there was a sale yesterday or last week or the week before, and I picked up some DLC for a couple of games that I had already. That where the DLC was like seventy five percent off, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is too fucking good." You know, I'll just mm -hmm. instead of buying the deluxe version, I've kind of been going that route of late. You know, but now scanning blues news, I was surprised to see that uh, they are still putting effort into Anthem and trying to fix them, trying to fix <laughs> that game. I had completely forgotten about it. I was like, Anthem. Oh Me yeah, too. I remember that I, game. I hope yeah. they succeed. Me too. I do Me too. too. I'll go back into it if they fix it. Yeah, yeah. Anthem was recently like eight or nine bucks uh, during the same time that that made a fourth sale was going on. So I just I hope they're being serious and straightforward with us here that they're they're actually working to fix it that they actually yeah. fix it because um I didn't buy it I I got into it because I was a premier member and um but I'll I'll renew my subscription or buy it if they fix it because I had fun my time the time I spent in the game was fun I enjoyed myself and the multiplayer was. Uh, especially since you, and I'll say this, it wasn't fun by myself, but when I was playing with other people, it was a lot of fun. That type of game. Yep. Uh, and speaking of playing with other people, we kind of alluded to the fact that uh, the Epic Store was giving away uh, GTA V this month. Uh, Logan, did you pick that up? I've got every single free game they've ever put out. <laughs> and I've played none of them. But one day, one day I will. One day. I will load it up and I will play, play something from that store. I've Hashtag actually, guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got an account for my son, too, for when he's old enough to use it. Populated yeah. full of games. I uh, logged my, my own son in and, and downloaded it for him on the last day before it went out. He's 13. Anything he sees in that game isn't going to be anything worse than he hears on the school bus. I agree. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I, I haven't I haven't managed to, to catch all of the games, but I've got got a good amount of them. But yeah, I mean, hell, if they're going to throw their money away, I'm like, well, sure, I'll take an extra copy. Well, the AFK podcast does have a crew in um, GTA Five, in which somebody who's impersonating Curlin is the leader. So <laughs> <laughs> we'd have to get that figured out, or maybe form a new crew or something. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, just search for the AFK podcast uh, when you're looking for crews. And we're in there. Uh, so the Humble Store announced that um, they're going to become a uh, a regular storefront. That's pretty interesting. I know you guys are both Humble subscribers. Uh, does this affect your decision to continue to subscribe or or no? No, but what what's changing? Haven't they always been a storefront? This is less, uh, they've always been a subscription, correct? I don't think they've always been a... No, no, they've sold games for single packets and games. bundles and stuff. Yeah, yes. they have. Well, it says here in the article from Blues News that uh, Humble Bundle is expanding its partnership with uh, indie developers, okay, by launching Humble Games, a dedicated publishing service. So this is a dedicated publishing service for indie developers. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because I, I know that they've published some stuff already so i guess they're just like okay we're gonna go we're gonna spin this this particular thing off and go full-blown into publishing um what was the name of that game uh that was humble published i played it first on the game pass um it, it's kind of cartoon like uh well it, it looks kind of like a, a comic book uh oh the shooter one 
Yeah, Void Void Bastards. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was published by by the Humble Store, so I guess that will fall under this umbrella as well. Yeah, that's what it looks like. So that's cool. So if you need to get indie game developer, um, definitely want to take take a look at this. Mm-hmm. Huge distribution platform. Yeah. And speaking of stores, game stores, uh, Steam has implemented a new feature. Uh, Steam Play Next. Now, I remember when this was in their um, Steam Labs, when I was playing around with it, where it would actually recommend after you, based on your gaming habits, it would recommend the next game for you to play because many of us um, look at our game collection and think, I don't even know what I should get into next because I've got 300 games sitting in front of me. Logan calls it analysis paralysis. I'm sure we've all been there. So um, Steam has implemented this new feature. I, I've already used it. It said I should play Shadowrun. So I installed it and then promptly went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so it needs work. Uh, I, I need work. They have to have implemented some kind of AI then for this. Everybody yeah. wants to use AI, right? So maybe that's right. Maybe that's what they're doing. Now, I never played Crusader Kings, but I put this in here because I know a lot of people do. It's a it's a Peggy long, 16. long-standing series and um, recently announced a Crusader Kings 3 uh, story tra- trailer came out for, for this uh, for this game. It's a real-time strategy, one of those grand strategy games. Um, so and I know it's a popular game, and that's the only reason I put it in there, and that's from Paradox. You know, Paradox has a lot of big... That seems to be their thing, making their big grand strategy games, because I know I've played a couple of their space games, um, which names escape me right now, but I, I, I got really into one last year, and I wish I could remember which one it was. Stellaris? That was it, was Stellaris. Yeah, thank you. But Yeah, my brother plays the crap out of Crusader Kings, uh, number two, and, it's, and you're right, like, their games are deep, deep AF. Like, yeah. there is a steep, steep learning curve and it pays off in dividends for their games. It's a time sink. I mean, you, yeah. you before you know it, eight hours has gone by, and you're you're like, holy shit, it's four in the morning. Wow, that kind of game. Yeah. Um, so Valorant. I wish uh, Whitney was here to talk about Valorant with us um, because there's been some controversy around their anti-cheat. Um, it's basically, from what I understand, uh, a rootkit. Uh, so there's been a lot of backlash. Uh, about that. I know that I won't, if, if that's the case, I won't be installing this. But the Blues News article here says that um, we've heard feedback from players that it felt like Vanguard was being overbearing in its approach to security. So we're taking another approach. As of last week, Vanguard's compatibility with vulner- vulnerable software package has been expanded. While a small number of drivers are still blocked, from now on almost all the software that Vanguard was previously blocking will work properly on Vanguard-protected computers. Um, so apparently it was actually not allowing you to run some software while the, the game was running. Oh, they're using uh, Vanguard anti-cheat? Yeah, that's what it says. Um, I want to say that some MMOs use that as well, so I'm kind of surprised that it hasn't come up in, in those instances. I think that uh, what it was doing was probably blocking suspicious software and or, or yeah, flagging sounds... some software as cheats. That's yeah, why that I, sounds about right. I put that article in here when when I thought Whitney was going to be on, so I'll have to ask her about that because I know she got really into that game. Yeah. Uh, and then you know we were talking about grand strategy games. I wanted to just quickly mention here too because this was big news. A lot of people play Uni- Europa Universalis. And uh, the next version or iteration in that game is coming out uh, next month. Europa Universalis 4, if I'm reading my Roman numerals correctly. Yeah, I think that this is a uh, an expansion because uh, EU4 has been out for a while now because that well, I forgot his name. The dude on uh, uh, Gamers With Jobs podcast raves about it and everybody else was like, that's all you, bro. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm more I listen to Cags Cast more than anything else. Cheap ass gamers. Yeah, I've kind of fallen off of of a lot of podcasts of late. The gamers with jobs cast. It's not even the original cast anymore. They're they're different people. 
Yeah, it's been hard for me to get back into. I mean, I've I listened to them for years, but once the hosts changed up, I had no, you know, no attachment, no history with the the hosts. So, right. Uh, Cheap ass gamers have been around forever, and um, I feel like I know those guys. I've listened to so many hours of them talking. And their podcast is a lot like ours. I mean, it's pretty laid back. Yeah, conversational. That's what's up. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic has left early access. I know that. Um, not me, you fool, was trying to get uh, me to play this. I'm just going to pull up the video. Have any of you tried this game? I just nope. crashed something. Mm-mm. Shit. Uh, I can't it, pull up the video because I'm having technical difficulties. Yeah, th- th- there's, there's very few early access games that I'll go out and buy on purpose. Usually if I get one, it's, it's probably a, a, a humble bundle or something like that. Oh. Yeah. Looks good. It reminds me of um, what was that game where you're on a planet uh, beyond something beyond astronomer? No, 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 no. It was released. No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. That was it, and everybody wanted a refund. I don't know why I'm having a problem with name recall today. It's kind of got that look to it. Yeah, it does. I wish I could. I'm definitely going to play this. No, check that. I'm going to buy this. I think it was on sale for like twenty bucks too, wasn't it? Yeah, how much? Maybe it'll be a good one for the next uh, virtual LAN party. Yeah, I'll pick it up and play it there. I know there's a there's been a lot of interest in the community for this game. Oof, that's expensive. So Call of Duty has added two uh, FA to Warzone. This is probably just another step to cut down on cheaters. Um, you know, we talked about who was it? Uh, we talked about last time that added two FA. Was it Fortnite? No, that was Epic Store added two FA to get the free downloads. Store. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So no surprise here that uh, Call of Duty Warzone is adding to FA. Uh, you know, we alluded to Steam earlier. Uh, Steam's introducing a loyalty program, and a summer sale dates have been revealed. I, I don't like the term loyalty program. It sounds too communist. <laughs> you know, like uh, Politburo type. I'd rather, like, I don't know, what else could you call it besides loyal, loyalty program? Uh, free... Frequent I, I don't know, but they're starting a loyalty pro- program after they've been in business for almost 20 <laughs> years. It's a little slow on that whole loyalty bit, eh? Yeah, I'm thinking that this is probably their way of combating uh, all of the exclusives that get shipped over to the, the, uh, the uh, What's-His-Face store. It was like, well, you know, um, if you hold out and buy from us, we'll give you points. <laughs> we'll give you cards. <laughs> Anyone want a digital card? Right, yeah. right. I got into that a little bit with their, their digital card games. I probably made a couple bucks, like a literal couple bucks. I just wanted the badges. Like I wanted the I bought cards because I just wanted the badges for my for my page. I don't know you why. Just wanted yeah. the money. It's it, it, they 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 got me. You know, they made it a game, and then I just wanted to I wanted more and more and more and get to the next level, get to the next level. There were some perks. Um, you got to have more friends on your friends list, stuff like that, once you hit certain milestones. So it was worth it to do that. I don't think I spent more than $10, though, on, on cards. You say you made a few bucks? Yeah, two or three bucks, maybe, all told. As soon as I get them, I flip them around, just sell them. Two pennies at a time. Two pennies at a time. So Sea of Thieves, which is on the um, is an Xbox Game Pass right now, apparently that will be coming to Steam next month. I will definitely be checking this one out. Hmm, interesting. This could be another one uh, for the community to get into. I wish I could pull up the video, but XSplit kind of took a shit on me. But it's still streaming to Twitch, so I'm not going to touch it. Let's see. I think that's it for the news. One more thing. Oh, wait. No. What do you got? What do you got? Doom removes the Nuvo anti-cheat quickly after its release. So what's up with that? Oh. A whole um, lot of hate. <laughs> yeah, so so from what my understanding of the story is, is they shipped the game with like the wrong EXE and it didn't have the Nuvo on it. Oh, it right? had two EXEs. Was yeah, that, yes, that something it? like that. Yeah, and then so they patched it and then put the, the Nuvo when, like as the primary and it totally fucked up Linux uh, uh, Proton support. So aside from, from us not liking it, Everybody else was like, 
nah, bro, it's too late now. <laughs> you better change this shit. <laughs> and and didn't they get review bombed as well? They did, but you're you're a little off. A okay, little off. okay. So yeah. that was the uh, DRM Denuvo. There are two versions of it. So the DRM Denuvo, you're exactly right. It got shipped with two EXEs. DRM Denuvo was not on one. But what happened here was a few weeks ago, they did an update, and that forced Denuvo Anti-Cheat to be released on everyone's computer. And this is a kernel level zero running program. And people are like, dude, that's that's root. Like, you do anything you want. And, you know, we're in IT. We get that. Like, well, you have to be at that level in order to see the shit that's going on. But if you can read memory, then you can read anything that's in memory. So no, no. So people flipped out. And uh, so they had backed off and they, re they removed the, the anti-cheat Denuvo. But the original Denuvo DRM is still there. And I mean, people are saying no one's playing multiplayer anyways. So why are you putting on anti-cheat for the single player game? Right, right. You don't need right. it. That's some bullshit. Pretty that much. Some bullshit. Because I, yeah, I, I don't play the multiplayer. I play it for the campaign. Yeah, exactly. Denuvo, I'm sorry. Denuvo sucks. DRM sucks. Yeah. There's always a resource hit. It's going to make your games run slower. I don't care if it's one frame or 20 frames. It's still a shitty ask uh, of, of the consumer to try and deal with that bullshit. They've already bought it. They've paid the money for the game. Take it out. Get rid of it. Buy it from good old games. Or, yeah, do that. Um, speaking of Steam, though, I, the rumor was that the, the Steam sale was going to start June 25th. Ooh, okay. So I'm hoping about a month. Doom Eternal will go on sale because I really want to pick that one up. Yeah, me too. And then I don't know if Sea of Thieves has been out for a while on other platforms, so maybe we'll get a good price on that one too. That would be nice. Well, that's it for the news. What have you guys been streaming this week? Nada. <laughs> Nada? Too busy? It, yeah, because I mean, because I'm still working from home, and you know, by the time I I, I make three squares a, a day for the the, the youngin and try to bang out some work, I'm spent in the afternoons, you know. Uh, so, and then the weekends, you know, if I'm not here trying to, to, to do the other shit that I need to do, um, I'm out of state, you know, visiting my lady. So it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no time not for much TV. Time for it. Right, exactly. Um, with the new TV, uh, everything. So I actually... I got a copy of uh, DC's latest animated release. Uh, oh my God, I blanked on the name. Uh, Apocalypse, Dark Apocalypse War. Dark War Apocalypse? Oh, come on. IMDB, Justice League. I'm blanking. It's okay, look it up. No worry. Justice League, Dark Apocalypse War. What a fucked up title that is. Justice League, Dark Apocalypse War. This is a dark, dark, dark animated movie. And it's awesome. It's definitely one of the better ones they made in a while. Um, I figured out how it was going it's to... In, it's, it's interesting because it's not a case of I figured out how it was going to end really early on. It was a case of, oh my God, please tell me you're going to end it like this or else I'm going to be pissed as, as a, uh, a fan. And they did end it uh, properly the way I thought. Uh, I thought they could have done a better job of tying it into the other movies, uh, but loosely... Uh, they actually did tie it into a couple of the other movies very loosely again. Uh, fantastic. Looks great. Everything looks great on this. Uh, besides that, Clone Wars, still going through that on season three now. Just uh, blowing through that on the new TV. It looks so, so good. Uh, and I got to get into uh, Game of Thrones. I've actually, <laughs> I've been waiting for this OLED literally for years. I waited until, I waited until it was a mature product. Uh, that they had addressed the burn-in, you know, appropriately because it was a problem when it came out. Same with plasmas. Burn-in was a problem when they first came out. And it took a good year or two, maybe even three, to get rid of it. Um, so I've been waiting on uh, Game of Thrones to watch it on an OLED because it is a darker kind of series. So uh, I wanted those blacks. I wanted those grays. I wanted those dark contrasts in here. So I'm going to be getting into that this week as well. And, of course, still trying to get my wife to watch Archer with me. <laughs> but she refuses. Uh, yeah, yeah dude, I, you, you're gonna love Game of Thrones. I've been working. I can't wait. 
the wife and I have been working our way through community, and then we're going to start Parks and Rec after that. Nice. Uh, community so far, it's it's just okay. It's I mean, it's no it's no office that's for sure, but it's uh it's okay. It's keeping my attention somewhat. Usually, I'm playing on my phone a little bit during some of the episodes, but if you have Amazon Prime, check out the series called Psych. Psych. It's filmed in was filmed in Canada, but it's hilarious. Everything's filmed in Canada now. <laughs> Vancouver is like Hollywood now. Yeah, yep. it, or either that there or here in in uh, Georgia. Georgia, yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. big one too. Yeah. Well, how many, I there's been so many uh, TV shows and. Um, Films I've watched where that made in Georgia symbol will pop up with the big peach. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's been it for me for streaming. Uh, no new movies that I can think of offhand. Um, so we've got a virtual land party coming up. I put that announcement in the uh, on the Facebook page and in Discord. And that's going to be Saturday, June 20th, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Sunday morning, just like the last time. So uh, if you can make it, uh, come by for a few hours. You, I mean, you, you don't have to stay the whole time if you don't want to. You, you're welcome to, but, you know, you could pop in and pop out through the day as, uh, as time allows. What I was able to do was say to my wife, look, the next day is Father's Day. So since it's Father's Day weekend, why don't you just let me play video games all day on Saturday? There we go. So, I mean, there's always that angle you can work if you're a parent anyway. Yeah, I hear you. I'm not mad. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to email the, the podcast, it's mail at theafkpodcast.net. Um, we've got a Facebook page. I'll put a link to that. And uh, we're at the AFK Podcast on Twitter. I'm at AFK Flynn. Uh, the AFK Podcast is a production of the 10.6 Gaming Community. You can find the AFK Podcast at theafkpodcast.net. There you'll find links to our social media, Steam Group, and more. Uh, if you'd like to continue this PC gaming and hardware discussion, join our Discord. We're always in there talking about games, movies, pretty much everything, broken televisions. <laughs> and that's all I got. So for me, for Curlin, and for Logan, thanks for being here. We'll see you next Sunday. Peace. Peace.